Okay, guys, I'm back. Um, I kind of left because I've only had, like, one play on my podcast, which is fine. Um, I'm using it just kind of like this last man on earth situation speaking out into the radio, like, if anybody can hear me, um, and to just appease, um you know, some of this extreme existential anxiety, uh, and, like, flow of thoughts, need to communicate, and, like, not being able to communicate, um, so I think, like, mental health-wise, um, you know, as opposed to where I was when I was thinking a lot about abundance, um, something that took me down that train was kind of like this steering away from this word concept of victimhood and that's always just been like a real big trigger for me especially like in therapies and different counseling methods if they're like well you know you you can't just stop uh being the victim it's like well you know like or you're victimizing yourself like though neither of those things make like any sense because obviously just the term victim implies like an aggressor yeah somebody comes in and violates the um appropriate terms or you know whatever the axiological um situation we should be in doesn't turn out that way is the creation of a victim um so that argument you know was falling apart and it was just like getting tedious for me because if we don't like acknowledge that then you know how are we supposed to move on and then of course we've gone down this just like downward spiral in regards to victims and who are victims and who's you know more of a victim and less of a victim and now you know unfortunately every time that like we want to step into the truth then we can't because it's appropriated in another way uh, for us and kind of chewed up digested regurgitated to us and we're not allowed to really um, explore our truths around um, those those realities because they get transformed into something that's too collective, too exaggerated, and obviously too polarized, leading to the same place. You know, whether it's too far right or too far left, then you're kind of at the same the same place, which is fascism. So um, you know, now we're in the situation where it's like you know. I mean, I don't think that it's not justifiably, I mean, but justifiably so. We have, like, black people who are just, like, so fucking pissed off. And, you know, centuries of trauma endured. And, you know, they want to make it seem like, well, that's a bad thing. You know, that's, they're trying to tear the country apart it's like no it's justifiable but you know it's so easy such a slippery slope such a hall of mirrors how that pain 
becomes appropriated for other agendas. And that's where, you know, we all start to kind of wonder, you know, what's going on. I'm particularly in awe of this, um, like, you know, anarchist town that they built in Philadelphia or whatever. Um, that's like one example, but the other, just like real example. Well, one, something I experienced was, you know, I made a comment on a public thing and, and like a bunch of black people told me this isn't your hill to die on. And it had something to do with women's rights. And like, even when, you know, you can't be like really woke if you're trying to not be racist, but you're still saying misogynist things. So I put out an example of, um, some misogynist things that Dave Chappelle said during his special. He said, um, Candace Owens and Zayla Banks had stanky ass pussy, you know? And it's like, that's a real hardcore, you know, racist thing people say. So it's like, why would he say that? You know, it's like, yeah, fuck, fuck those bitches. But like, you know, still it's like, why, why can't you just say like, what is really wrong, you know, with the situation? Like it has nothing to do with the smell or lack of smell of their pussies like that's just some attack against like women you know so you can't like so people got upset when I said that because oh no you can't go you can't come for Dave Chappelle like he's saying the truth blah blah um and plus you know uh Candace Owens does has stank pussy like whatever dude like that's you know I didn't obviously engage anywhere because like a bunch of black people are telling me to shut the fuck up like i gotta shut the fuck up you know like i'm telling white people they need to shut the fuck up black people telling me i need to shut the fuck up too okay well then we're all gonna shut the fuck up then and we're not gonna get to um delve into what's going on like i need to delve like i need to record it i need to say it i don't know nobody gonna listen to me you know maybe like it's too far out there to say to like people that are really close to me like I'm going insane it's been a hundred days and I'm literally just like going insane spiraling out of control like believing that this is all like some end of the world you know Baphomet thing I just saw um about this letter that the Catholic church guy wrote to Trump and you know they were dissolve and coagulate and it was about you know it's got it on the Baphomet image and JK Rowling has it on her wrist and it's like what does that mean what does that mean to me like uh, you know they do are they trying to dissolve me you know like and with the opportunities that I have to I feel like become an activist I'm not sure you know it's like I like I'm not sure that I can endure you know the spiritual warfare but I don't see like what other thing I can do if that's like the main identifier or out of all this (laughs) situation called life what I've gathered is real and what is important is like to be a warrior for God you know um and then they're like oh well you know now's the war it's like oh shit you know I wasn't ready for that I didn't want to go to a war like this is not like comfortable for me you know but I mean it's like you know it's too comfortable obviously that's the problem so 
I've noticed that I've been quite angry, quite destructive. Uh, I keep repeating it, you know, it's, it has maybe to do with me getting off my meds. Like, I don't know, but I do not miss the side effects of the medicine. So I don't know, but it's definitely like the descending that I feared, uh, into like really dark thoughts of hopelessness and um, then kind of in a bipolarish way, coming back to like, okay, well, this is some holy war, and like you need to overcome your own mental obstacles. Another thing that's really um, affecting me is the fact that I think everyone is like a got a hidden agenda or like out to harm me. And, like, I'm doing just a lot of harm to other people, but also just, like, feeling that everyone is out to deceive me. Um, so it's, like, you try to value yourself or you try to, mm, like, make an inventory on whether or not you're okay depending on the amount of people that you're having communication with and having, like, open, um, you know, funny, uh, like, experiences with or and you think like okay well that means I'm fine right that means that like I win because I can like be popular and appease like people but then you know you're like okay well for me like the main thing is like why don't I know like more people that are like really obsessed like with Jesus like everyone um, that I know, like, they could be really obsessed with, like, yoga, and, like, everyone's into this, like, theta healing now, and all this stuff, and it's, like, you know, I wish I knew people that were, like, really obsessed with Jesus, I can, like, people talk about, you know, lawyers talking about the law really passionately, and stuff, but it's, like, nobody can talk about Jesus, because, like, we're all hypocrites, and it's, like, that, that would be, for me, like, one of the main things that, hinders me from like being more public about like my struggles and what I think what I'm feeling what I'm seeing happen is all tainted uh by like this belief but I'm just like no people are gonna think like I'm crazy because like how can I really believe that if I smoke and I do this and I do that and it's like I feel that I'm you know like uh, uh, like a thief undeserving of it but you know what's crazy is that like Jesus really addresses that in the Bible and I was really uh, like a sh just like hit shocked by that part um, in Mark uh, I always saw the story of you know like Jesus is in this house and it's like so crowded in there and they're like these people that like really need Jesus to heal this guy who's you know been like bed bound forever and they dig a hole like in the roof of the house and they lower the man down and it's like Jesus is impressed with their you know persistence and he tells the man like I your sins are forgiven and I'd never you know I thought like the story was about these guys who did like the impossible to get to Jesus but the story is actually that Jesus said, your, your sins are forgiven. And then, you know, like the, the, 
leader people that were there were like, who is this guy that he thinks that, like, he has the authority to forgive sin? Like, this is blasphemy. And he, like, heard them. And he's like, you know, I am God to forgive sin. Like, that's why the fuck I said that. Because I'm God to forgive sin. And then he he healed the guy and the guy went and told everyone what had happened but it was like I just imagine like Jesus like disgusted face and like you know mic drop when it came to people like questioning like who he was and that he was just like really clear about it the whole entire time um, about being the son of God, you know, and it's like, oh, all these people that I want to talk about, Jesus is like, oh, you know, he was just a prophet, or Jesus went to India, or Jesus, da, 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 you know, it's like uh, something I saw today in, a, in that video about um, dissolve and coagulate, um, is that the word, you know, and the story and the message in in the Bible is like unchanging. And it's like we just when you believe in the Bible, like you can't, you know, you just like accept that that's like what it what there is. It's not like a history book. It's not like gonna give you all the certainty, the historic scientific certainty that you need. It's very, you know, allegoric. When is it? When is it? When is it not? Um, it's really difficult, um, to understand, you know, the Bible and what the Bible is. And, uh, especially takes a lot of years. I think if you're going to decide, cause it is a decision. If you're going to decide that you're going to follow Christ, then, you know, it's like the, the, the contract, the terms are that like, you have to believe the word of God as it is as it comes. Personally, I, I, I like the New Living Translation. Um, but, you know, and there's obviously people, oh, the Bible has been changed. And blah, blah. It's like, you know, what it is is like what you have. So, um, and, you know, I, I, I grew up like wrongly learning how to use the Bible because um, I would, you know, hear preacher kind of cherry pick one or two verses and go on an hour about that one and two verses and it's like I really believe that the Bible should be read like as a book um you know when when you know Mary got pregnant then when you know um Elizabeth got pregnant what happened to Zechariah you know, and then that was John the Baptist, and then the babies were, like, all happy in their womb when they hooked up, and then John the Baptist was, like, a, you know, a crazy dude who lived in the forest, like, ate locusts and honey, and he, and then he, you know, everybody thought he was the Messiah, and then he was, like, no, it's Jesus, and then, you know, like, this scene when John baptizes Jesus and, like, the sky opens up, it's, like, dude, I mean, imagine, like, that happened, like, imagine that, you're like, you know, I live by a lake and they, they say that, you know, a lot of stuff like happened in a lake, you know, like, what would you do if you were actually there? And like, Jesus was like right there, you know, I mean, the, the sky opened up and God spoke and said like, this is my son with whom well, please like, oh my God, you know, I want so much 
for Jesus to be real and I want to experience Jesus. And, you know, Jesus is like casting out demons. I don't think when I, you know, was going to church and, uh, of course we get like the fire and brimstone talk, you know, by like the fat porky, you know, preacher or the, you know, Satan looking preacher. It was like either or, uh, and their, you know, interpretations, of course, like one verse, two verses, you know, all this, that. Um, but I feel like in no uncertain terms, when Jesus was like going around, he's like casting demons out of people like the whole time, like the whole time. So it's like people were sick, like cast the demon out, you know, and um, people, you know, now it's like so taboo and like politically incorrect to, you know, like suggest that, you know, an illness, you know, it's like a demon. And of course, you know, justifiably, because there are people who have misconstrued and misused, um, you know, whatever interpretation of the Bible or religion or what their, you know, pastor chewed up and barked into their mouths. Uh, about demons and, and sickness, you know, but like I know for me, the mental issues that I'm experiencing and the and the social issues that the world is experiencing all has to do with demons. Like it totally does, because why? Because God is good. De- you know, the devil is the bad. And what are we experiencing right now? We're in fear. We are prisoners of greed, prisoners of politics, prisoners of a broken system. We ain't got no money. Nobody can save us. Like, we're all literally fucked. So it's like, that's bad. So God, good, devil, bad. Bad devil. The world is controlled by the devil right now. Like, it's just... It just is. And I'm like, I cannot, you know, deal with people who are going to be like, well, it all depends on how you look at it. You have mindful and consciousness and what you bring into your awareness. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm already locked up in my house. I'm trying not to go anywhere. I put up a fucking boxing bag. I have a little kid with me. I have no money. You know, just a bunch of fucking problems. Like... What is, what are we going to deduce from the situation except like it's all literally gone down the drain? And <clears throat> I was listening to this video and, uh, you know, they were mentioning like corrupt, um, like the corrupt cardinal in Washington, D.C. is like one of the grossest fucking pigs ever, right? Like the Catholic Church cardinal, you know, pedophile motherfucker so it's like <clears throat> they obviously I mean imagine being like a cardinal or, or whatever the fuck you know the main catholic priest is called in a DC and here where I live in Mexico it was like the same exact thing like this cardinal had like so much political power um, cardinals have been like assassinated I mean if I'm not mistaken or attempted assassination but you know, the cardinal, you know, what happens in a person's brain when you're a fucking cardinal and you're like so corrupt and like entrenched in like the deepest form of sin? 
and you know it's it's like the the comfort the commodity you know you you start to get the money you start to get um you know the respect the bowing down bow down to you and you want you know and then then they they talk about you know how that's you know the sin of the devil wanting to be like god so um you know, I, I'm struggling a lot, so I feel like I'm humble. You know, I, I don't feel like I'm really on that side of where, like, greed has taken over my heart, even though, like, I'm pissed off, you know, people are taking money from me, I've taken money from people, like, there's a lot of transactional fraud in in going and out going that's not good for me like that's really bad you know but it's like not you know I don't want to accept it as like a problem you know and maybe that's how people become huge big time fraudsters which of course like you want a house and you want you know the cars and the traveling uh I did a whole course just last last week about entrepreneurship and envisioning what you want and, and, you know, affirmations. I deserve to be rich. I deserve to, like, make money and spend money. And la, la, la. I don't want to admit that that's wrong. But, you know, to me, it seems like staying humble is the key. And I know, it, and it doesn't seem like it. I know that it is because I even brought that up in the course. You know, if you have to blankets you got to give one away you know so it's like you want to I want to justify saying like I gotta have a lot of blankets I gotta do that I gotta give a lot away but it's like really you know I just want to like be rich and comfortable and safe and I want a bunker and I want a Humvee and an AR-10 like and it's like where where are these feelings coming from like from the fear of being left behind in this world as a woman, as a Mexican, as a single mother, as a, you know, like this, you know, not being born in the right, you know, bracket, not not quite enough. So, you know, and that's definitely generational. Like, I have a lot of that fear um in my in my family tree this fear of being left behind and superiority and deserving and amounting to things and that turning out to be like tragically you know unattainable and painful so all right guys well i can't believe this they have um the poets of rhythm on here I was trying to get this, like, other song that I've had on repeat, but sometimes the songs are not available, so maybe I'm just, like, too mainstream. Love some money, Hunter Hua. I have, like, a really, really bad headache. Um, I should, like, put the phone down and go to sleep, but I just can't, uh, I can't stop. It's just really hard to, like, deal with all the information that is just constantly streaming in my head. So I do, like, some things. I try to color um, my coloring book of mandalas. 
and I try to, um, like, I've colored a lot of mandalas, actually, so, um, I don't know what, like, I'm gonna resolve, it would be, like, really nice to have conversations with people, obviously, but I don't, I'm not getting, like, a lot of hits on here, I don't know of any other podcasting programs I really like just connecting through audio with strangers so that's like what I would like obviously like people who philosophize and stuff um would be cool or who are like history like history or um like setting examples historical uh archetypes are interesting so if you want to talk about that and Jesus, you know, uh, I'm totally open to like getting a message or listening to some other podcast. So that's cool. So I'll see you later.